Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Jana, a podcast where each month I'll speak to a variety of industry leaders to bring you education, trends, and relevant topics in franchising. I'm your host, Jana Bailey, CEO of FranNet. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited this morning to have as my guest, my dear friend, Kathy Gosser. Well, actually, it's Professor Gosser, Dr. Gosser. So I'm going to let Kathy tell you all about her, but I've just got to tell you, over the couple of years, three, four years now, we've known each other. um, I have just come to respect and admire Kathy so much, and you are all going to learn a lot in hearing from her today about the great things she has done and that she's doing now. So, Kathy, thanks for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me. Well, would you tell our audience a little bit about your current role, your title, and your background? Sure, I'd be happy to. So my current title is the Yum Assistant Professor of Franchise Management Practice, and I'm also the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence. That's a lot, I know. But what it means is I work at the University of Louisville as a professor, as you said, but also lead the center focused all on franchise education, which I know we're going to talk about. So I teach franchising courses, as well as a couple of undergraduate management courses, really trying to help our future leaders of America get a great head start. But my background is I worked for Young Brands for my entire career, 35 years, and retired in 2019 and then went to the university. And while there, I had extensive interaction with many of our amazing franchisees, Um, led some franchise advisory councils, led compliance programs, customer programs. And then my last seven years, I led learning and organizational development, which was just a joy. Well, and you're so good at it. It it just amazes me. So tell us more about the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence. That's a, a mouthful there. So tell us what that encompasses, Kathy. It definitely is a mouthful, and you covered that perfectly. So what happened was, when I went to the university, we actually had some franchising education at the graduate level, and we quickly pivoted that to a non-credit version, which we call the boot camp, which is for people who do not have any college education, or maybe they just don't want to continue college education, but they still want the information. So we had the graduate level certificate, which is a stackable type of credential with an MBA or standalone. Then we had the bootcamp. Well, Yum Brands really wanted to make a difference in this world. And so they pledged a hundred million dollars to unlocking opportunities really to help focus on education, entrepreneurship, and diversity and inclusion within the framework of helping underrepresented people of color and women. So working with us, they actually have endowed a center with our vision being to empower communities to create and sustain generational wealth through franchising. And that's a lot too. But if you think about what franchising can do to communities, it's kind of incredible. And I'll tell you the mission, and then I will stop and let you ask some questions. But what we want to do at the center is we want to become a world-class center for franchising education and research. So not just educating, but doing research. 
unlocking those entrepreneurial opportunities to underrepresented populations. So that's really our focus is how can we get the education out? And then also how can we do research to really make a difference? And, and Yum is just an incredible partner and definitely devoted to that. Thank you so much, Kathy. So you mentioned certification. So who are the certifications for? Well, actually, um, it's a you can get a graduate level certificate. So say that you want to work on an MBA or say you already have a degree, but you want a graduate level degree, a graduate level certificate, if you will. We have that in franchise management. And so there are folks who really want to do that. And what's been exciting is to see MBA students recognize the potential of a career in franchising. So that's been that's been very rewarding. The um, non-credit, which comes out of our executive education department, still provides you with all the learning you need, but gives you that credential that gives you a step up in the franchising industry. And we have just started teaching at the undergraduate level, which has been just such a, a passion for me because undergraduate students within the College of Business have no idea that franchising is something they can go into. And what I always say is you may want to work for a franchisee, work for a franchisor, work for a supplier in the industry, or one day become a franchisee. And this content really helps prepare you. And as you know, Jana, you've been very um, instrumental in helping us create the content for the buy and grow a franchise course. So um, you're very familiar with that. We have six courses within any of their curricula, but um, we've gotten some good reviews and I think we're helping people understand this franchise model. That's great. And it has been a joy for me to be a part of. Um, so for people that are sitting there asking themselves, we'll ask for them. Yeah. Why is franchise education so important? Oh, gosh. So that is a great question. And I think the world is just recognizing how important it is. But, you know, the size of the franchising industry, I'm sure you've covered this on your podcast. It's huge. And the opportunities are just unlimited. And we really saw the value of franchising, particularly through COVID, due to the fact it was such a wonderful model to support and really provide help for those franchisees. But the reason they would that you want to get this education is the education we have is different than what your franchisor will teach you. So say KFC, my beloved brand, say that um, you're a franchisee at KFC, they're going to teach you how to make the chicken. They're going to teach you how to um, run labor, how to make sure you have all the processes to serve a great product to customers. But there, we don't teach at a franchisor how to actually run a business, how to grow, how, what are all the elements, for example, of the federal disclosure document? What are the kinds of things you can talk about during a franchise agreement? How do you build an HR infrastructure? So what we try to do at UofL and many other educators are doing is provide education in the gaps, those that the franchisor does not provide. That's our goal. And I should have mentioned um, our program also will provide credits to the International Franchise Association's credential, the certified franchise executive. So we work hand in hand with the IFA, wonderful partners, um, ensuring that our content also provides credits there. It's fantastic. And it is an amazing way for those seeking their CFE to round out that education. So I think many people are finding value there. 
we've been in the business a while, you and I, and there's a lot of people out there with 10, 15, 20 years. And the question would be, why is continual learning so important for those in the industry? You know, um, continual learning, I, I always think that it is the secret to success is constantly learning, constantly growing. But our in our industry, the whole world of franchising changes almost overnight. For example, the, the government, of course, just issued, well, now, now it's been stayed in the courts, but issued the mandate for the vaccine for corporations that have 100 employees. Of course, then the question is, how does that affect franchise locations? Right. So you have to know that. So that's just an example. Things are changing daily and the joint employer laws, the PRO Act changes as well constantly. So making sure you stay ahead of that and understand what's going on is so critical. Funding strategies change. Who knew 20 years ago that private equity would be such a game changer in franchising? So it is so important to stay ahead. And you think about now, oh my gosh, if we talk about the world of HR, look at all the different strategies that are occurring in franchise locations to entice and retain top talent. I just saw a, a QSR is offering daily pay. Who would have thought daily pay would happen? So understanding the complexities of that, learning, staying ahead of those, of what's happening is so important. Another piece, and this is, well, it's not just the restaurant industry, it's everyone, is the way that you deliver your product. Curbside now is so big. So yes. constantly learning the, the digital space, all of that is continuing to just, I think, blow us all out of the water. If you think about all the changes we've seen. So if you're not staying ahead of that, you're not going to continue to thrive within this economy. So I couldn't just, agree more. Yeah. yeah, there's so many things. And here's what I always tell my students. We live in a wonderful age right now because all you have to do is sit there with your iPad or your computer and start Googling. And you can find out anything and everything you want. The resources are at your fingertips. So what a wonderful world we live in now to be able to garner all the information we need. Shoot, there are, like the IFA provides news briefs. If you're mm -hmm. super lazy, you just subscribe to those and in they come. Okay, I do that. I have to admit. <laughs> but there I they read are. them daily, yes. 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 And so that is a form of learning. And I think sometimes people think learning has to be within the confines of a university, which obviously I love and ascribe to. However, learning can happen on your own in these very organic, simple ways. It really can. Thanks so much, Kathy. You hit my, you hit my hot button. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> well, you and I both have talked both of our commitments to lifelong learning and the importance of it and keeping relevant and staying up to date. And, you know, and like you said, in, in our industry, in the franchise industry, um, we've really seen the importance of that in the last two years of being able to adapt and change and stay current. So what advice would you give someone looking to enter the franchise industry? I think the best advice is, and I'm going to say this obviously as a professor, but it's to educate yourself because so oftentimes franchisees will enter this space without really understanding the model, without understanding all of their rights, and then also what they're agreeing to. Mm -hmm. So franchising is entrepreneurship as we know, but it's entrepreneurship while you're willing to follow somebody else's business model. 
So there are people who may think, oh, I'll be an entrepreneur and I'll get to sell anything I want. That's not so because then you're going to obviously eradicate the model of franchising, which is consistency. So you have to make sure that you can do that. But understanding what can you determine, for example, your hiring practices, um, how you motivate people, how you lead people, that's all on you as a franchisee. But the products you sell, the supplies you use, those are the ones you follow through with your franchisor. So understanding that. But that FDD, the amount of information available in an FDD is so awesome. And I think that sometimes it's overwhelming because they run three, 400 pages for many of these established franchisors. But if you dig through it and learn, it is incredible. So I think that understanding that before you get in, and then also on the franchisor side, knowing your commitment to franchisees. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is understanding this is a relationship business and it really is. Oh, isn't it though? And if you aren't great at building relationships, now is the time to learn how to do that because it is all about building those relationships. You can have these wonderful legal documents, but at the end of the day, it's the relationship that matters. Great. I couldn't have said it better. So personal question. What do you enjoy most about working in the franchise industry? And obviously it's been your entire career. So what's kept you here, Kathy? Well, you know, I, I probably didn't ever think that I would spend 35 years at, at KFC, but honestly, it is the whole concept of the wonderful people that I've met, the wonderful relationships I've established, and the fact that it does work like a partnership, that it truly does. Um, I, I enjoy people. I enjoy um, interacting with people. And that's what franchising is all about. It's also about problem solving. So when you come at a crossroads where you have parties that, you know, a franchisee wants one thing, a franchisor wants the other, it's great to solve that problem together and come up with a collaborative approach that, that works for you. And now educating students on this incredible opportunity. I mean, I had an email earlier this semester from one of my undergraduate students, and it's in my my introductory course to franchising. And he said, I never knew anything about franchising. And I, but now I know it's what I want to do. It's my future. And that alone, I think, gosh, if we can expose students. Exactly. Yeah. When they're juniors and seniors to this model, I mean, how great is that? So that's what um, keeps me. And I think I'll be working at least another decade in this because (laughs) this whole education part is just amazing. Oh, Like you, um, my involvement with the program has been so meaningful because the comments you get and the appreciation, and it's like opening up a world of opportunities to people. Like you said, that that person expressed to you, it's so much fun. It's so rewarding. Um, This is a silly fun question. After 35 years at KFC, what was your favorite? What is your favorite thing on their menu? Oh, come on. It has to be original recipe. How could it not be? What the Colonel invented is absolutely my favorite. And it's actually a comfort food for me. It, it, um, after having so much of it through the years, you think you would get tired of it, but never. It's still as delicious as it was from the first time I had it. So it, I agree. it continues to be. But you yeah. know they keep they keep coming out with many new um, many new products, but original recipes always there. When I think of KFC, I've got memories that go back, you know, to sharing a bucket with the family and my grandparents being there, and 
as a single mom, it was awful easy to stop and get a bucket of chicken and the sides to go with it for a quick dinner. So I think we all have our KFC memories, even those of us that didn't work there. I love that. And I think also, you know, the Colonel continues to inspire me, even though um, we lost him in 1980, which was right before I started. But I think about this. He was 65 years old when he started. Now I'm not 65 yet. So I keep thinking, I still have a lot of work ahead of me. So he um, started this great brand. And I, I used to love to tell managers that he knocked on over a thousand doors before he got a yes from Pete Harmon in, in Utah to sell his wow. product. And I always say to them, what if he stopped at 990th? Where would we be? So the fact that he had persistence, didn't let his age deter him at all because he knew he had the best product around. And he really was one of those early starters of franchising and has made a huge difference in our world. Kathy, thank you so much for being with us today. I know that our audience has enjoyed your words of wisdom and they will carry that away with them. And I am privileged to know you and to call you my friend. So with that, we'll wrap up today's session of Just Jana. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it.